And welcome to the Till the Wheels Fall Out podcast. And I'm your host, Spice from Spice Life TV. And this is my gorgeous husband, Creed. Thank you. I appreciate it. What's up, y'all? I'm Creed, and I'm your co host for the Till the Wheels Fall Out podcast, where we focus on relationships and reintegration Reintegration. for our fellow man coming back into society, wanting to join and wanting to uh, elevate himself. We're here to discuss all those things and learn with y'all and grow with y'all. Yes, and for those of you who don't know, we are those are our topics because, of course, we are married and in a relationship. And also, Creed just came home after serving 24 years um, after being incarcerated for a crime he did not commit. So we are t- <laughs> we are talking about our life and our transition back into society. Absolutely. So, thank you guys for being back here with us again for another episode. We are trying to make this a weekly thing, but I hope you guys all know we are both doing full-time jobs and sometimes recording and editing and getting things out is difficult. So, while the goal is every week, if you miss a week, we are okay. We'll be back. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, keep, a, keep tabs on our Instagram, which I'll put down at the bottom, and I will start making sure that I post that in there so you guys know what's going on. Absolutely. All right, babe, you ready to get into it? Let's get cracking. Cool. All right, so our first segment of the show is typically our high-low, and that is where we share our high and our low from the week. Mm-hmm. Babe, do you want to start with your high is, what your low is, what you got going on this week? You know, it's funny is, with everything that we, with this with this podcast is about, mm-hmm. this week I was asking to be, I was at work, and the uh, president of my company came to my job and was like, hey, you know, when I hired you, you know, I discussed this, that mm-hmm. with you. And he remembered everything that we talked about mm-hmm. on the phone. And so uh, he was like, I just want to talk to you about that and what that looks like and what the pathway is. I, I don't know if that's still the goal or whatever. And so he was very engaging with me. And okay. so I just got a call from a guy who actually runs a reentry type company. And um, I have a meeting with him, just kind of discuss and throw around some ideas about how I could dip my foot in the water and be of assistance mm-hmm. and um i think this is all going to come together yeah so this is like the goal and a half for mm-hmm. us you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so the highlight was not only did i not have to bring this to the boss he asked me and i was able to just present it as like you asked me so i'm telling you and right. he was very receptive that's good so he said after that meeting with the reentry guy my boss said after the meeting with the reentry guy hey let's meet and have coffee or something and just and so I, I believe with everything in me that meat's gonna happen. Yeah. And so but until then I wanna count my chickens to that hat. Hey, but it's just great. dope. The conversation was that's dope. That's dope, especially since he brought it to you. He did. Normally that's really rare that a supervisor comes back unless it's like review time. Though mm-hmm. they might be like, Hey, how can we do performance development or, or professional development? But for him to be like we had ideas. Let's talk more about yeah, it. Yeah, he definitely was. That's a testament to you. Well, I appreciate that. Do your thing, baby. It felt good. So, what's up with you? Tell what's me my about high? your high. Okay, I'm going to tell you. You remember how last week I told you my high and low was the fact that my body hurt? But, I will say that it has paid off because within that one week, your girl has lost five pounds this week. My pants was a little, little Give loose. Up. Give it up. A little 
Ooh, so I'm back to my um, not quite skinny jeans, but my normal fitting jeans. I don't put my big girl jeans back away because they're a little big. Spice been giving it up. Oh, yeah. she been up in there working Man, out, sweating, working out. Down there falling out for the for the love. Of I got it. an ankle brace on. Yeah, she yeah she's been a she's been a soldier. <laughs> I give you props. You've been, you, you've been a soldier with your thing. And you know what? More than anything, mm-hmm. fuck the workout. Fuck the the end of it. You show up every time. That's the biggest issue that a lot of people have. And this ain't, you ain't no you ain't no new booty to working out. I know that. But I'm just saying a lot of people be having that issue with it's showing up. It's hard to show up. Yeah. And you be there every time. You know, the only reason is because I don't want to disappoint you. Because <laughs> it ain't because of me. Well, I appreciate listen, it because uh, we've been doing our thing. We have. We have, y'all. I What I have learned is that I like to say that I work out. But the actual act of doing it, I despise it yeah. and have never enjoyed it. Getting me so. to do it, I I show up, but I do have an attitude. And you've been really good at um, helping me kind of redirect that. Yeah. Or you'll switch up the workout a little bit to get me out of my head. And then yeah. after, I always feel good. And then now it's like starting to pay off. And already, it's only been two weeks, but I can tell like things are picking up faster. Like I'm, um, we, we went jogging yesterday, y'all. And we did good. Listen, we was pushing ourselves, pushing each other. Yeah. Running up the hill and everything. We was doing our thing yesterday. We did sprints, a couple sprints. Yeah, so. He didn't beat me as bad as he thought he was going to beat me. You thought, I, I didn't think I was going to beat you. You thought you were going to crush me. I didn't think I was going to beat you. And I, these little legs can move. Don't moving. be surprised. Don't let these this big body fool you. They was doing their thing. This big body Ben's got some movement behind her. I, I turned around. <laughs> he was right there. Yeah. I said, Okay. Don't play with this. She's doing her thing. Don't play with me. Um, okay, so the low. You know what I'm gonna tell you? Cause mm-hmm. I listen. I'm gonna just tell you this week at my job, white people been white peopling. They've been white peopling this week, and it has been something that is like y'all. Whew. Okay. <laughs> So it's been one of those. Lots of meetings about stupid things. The last month has been full of meetings of empty promises and just so that we can say that we met to create another meeting to do nothing, that it could have all been wrapped up in an email or don't ask me when you're just going to do what you want to do. And don't make it seem when you ask me my opinion and I give it to you that now, oh, she's mad and she's everything. Like, y'all, this is what I'm telling you. You're stupid. This is dumb. Let's move on. Can't always say that at work. And they can't accept that. No, even because if they it's, know they're being that. And even if one of them said it, but when I say it, it's like, oh, uh, mm. that gets it's it's a lot. I hear you. <laughs> okay. What's your low? I think honestly, for the second week in a row, I can honestly say I don't have one. First of all, you ain't gonna be making me look bad like I just complain on here every week. Nah, nah. You gonna just... come up with a low? Nah, it's just, you know... Oh, we just gonna call it hi-hi. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna be it's having just, me on uh, here with my complaints. Nah, I mean, it's like, just like... Hey. But I could... I mean, I could, complain, could, could complain about, you know, being kept a little late after work one day. You remember that one day I was like... You know? I was kind of mad yeah. about the timing of stuff happening and whatnot. Um, I complain about that. But, I mean, honestly, those things are nothing compared to the big picture. So, I'm like, damn. Okay, you see what he did? He just said, see, but compared to the big picture, he just totally threw me some shade. That's crazy. That's you, shade. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. You need to cut that out. You should really stop acting like <laughs> that. That is shade. Okay. Girl, y'all know I, I'm not you know like what? that. I'm not that Bump type it. of a person. I wouldn't do that. that. I would not 
throw shade. What I'm saying is the big picture wise, I'm saying as far as bad stuff that's happened. No, I get. I'll be kind of be like, damn, man. And you know how sometimes you gotta be checking yourself about complaining, and then you'd be like, and so then when somebody pointedly asks you week to week, what's your low? You'd be having to knock stuff off. Like, okay, that's nothing to complain about. That's nothing to complain about. It's almost to the point where it's like, yeah, I've had probably about 30 minutes a day where I was upset about something <laughs> and well, moved on. I'm glad that's for you. I'm that, I love that for you. Mm. I'm hoping that I get there this week. Listen, you're doing your thing. I do well yeah. when I ha- have to, when I can limit my interactions. <laughs> but you know... That COVID is apparently over and the world is open and folks is back out here. And it just is now I can tell that my patience and my attitude is just not ready. You know, people be thinking you like them. They do. That's the problem. I don't like you. I do not like you. (laughs) No, I'm joking. And I don't mind it. (laughs) I I do like people a lot, but I do. I'm very much like here. Like, I like you, but just stay where where I put you. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we're working on that. Yeah. Therapy. We're dope. All right. The next segment we're going to move on to is our question of the week. So we ask each other questions from a random question game. And this one is happens to be um, the no couple is safe quarantine pack. So we each ask each other a question and then we will see what comes up. These people are so out of line. Okay. You pick. These people are so out of line. See, just like this. What? Me or the kids? You, I don't have no kids. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, then we got to scratch this one because that's some bull. No, but even, I feel like, even if that was the real question, if it comes down to you or my kids, I'm going to always pick you because I know you are the catalyst for us making sure our kids are safe. Mm-hmm. You Picking you means my kids are good too. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. That's why I still would pick you. Mm-hmm. Because we are in that, we would be in that together. And yeah. our both of our main focus would be to get to these get the kids. kids. And I know I can do it, but I also could do it better with you having my back and support me do it. So, And if me and you are good, them kids is going to be good. So I always want to make sure on so many levels that it's always, I'm picking you first. I like the style. I like Spice's style, I'm world. Saying, babe. Get your money, I'm just girl. saying, babe. Get me so we can get these kids. Okay. All right. That's in that order. Yeah. My question is... I'm just saying. Am I your first choice? With everything. Have I always been your first choice? At, think about it. Has there ever been a time... Think about it and tell the people the truth. Has there ever been a time that I wasn't your first choice? No. There was never a time that you wasn't my first choice. What are you talking about? Think about it. I don't have to think about that. <laughs> Can't get it. You just wasted time on this goddamn thing, making me pause for a second. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? The thing is, it's not even about choices. Like, okay, you make a choice because you have options. Mm-hmm. So when you make a choice for a person, you're showing them that they are the number one option. I think that's the most important per- thing about it. Like, like you, you've heard of the saying about somebody making somebody their second, uh, their, their option instead when, of their priority. Exactly, something like that. Yeah, don't make him your priority when he makes you his option. Yeah. So what I think That's is right. dope about being in love is that you get to show the person that you with that you're option number one. You know what I'm saying? Like in my choice, I choose you, and when I have the freedom, when I don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think you do a good job of making me feel that way. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. 
That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. All right. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So last week you guys saw that we did a interview with a writer, which your boy is the host. Absolutely. And so he told you that this week we were going to do the interview with the roller. Absolutely. And I will be asking your boy some questions. So I have uh, gained a little bit. Um, I put a, together a list. And then some of you had put in questions in the comments. So I grabbed some of those too. So we got a good handful of questions I'm going to ask you. Okay. So are you ready? I'm ready. And in the van of last time, before we get started. Interview with the roller. Wait until a certain person reenacts yours. She probably will. Yeah. Whatever. She made me so mad with that. That was so stupid. My cousin Kim was imitating his song, his intro song, and it was funny. <laughs> All right, Creed, are you ready for this? Let's go. Are you ready for this? Let's These are hard hitting questions. When I say let's get cracking, the tea will be spilt. Maybe not really, probably. Not really. But I'm gonna start off. Let's just give the people what they want. Okay. Why didn't you let me go? Hmm. Fly like a bird. I wanna fly away. You know that'll always be a dilemma. Right? Amongst people. Like, people split down the middle about what you do. People come with the saying, like, you know, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, it's yours. Right. That's definitely... An option. A way, a perspective. And it works for some things. Yes. Not always just people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, But a lot of people would say a person in that position who is looking at all this time, about to go to prison and all that, is holding on to what he can hold on to. And... There were one thing that was never with me during this time was fear. So there was never like to hold on to you because I had nothing else to hold on to. Like I told you just the other day, like I'm not with you because I can't live without you. I'm with you because I want to see you every damn fucking day of my life. Right. So that's why I'm with you. That's why I kept you. And then I, I'm going to the joint. I can't even see you every day. So that's what I'm grasping at. It's like I, I have to be with this woman. Mm-hmm. And so on a lot of fronts, I feel like. You can definitely call me selfish for holding on to you on a lot of fronts. And, and when I say that is a lot of events and things that were going on where maybe you could have been enjoying that with somebody else have been in a relationship. But overall, overall, I don't regret it. So people can call me so as you want to. I just shrug my shoulders because I loved you. And at the end, I knew what the goal was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a certain there's a certain person, a certain artist talk about the marathon. Mm-hmm. And that's what our relationship was. It's always been like a marathon. It's true. You know what I'm saying? It was never about uh, quick lust and never about, you know what I'm saying, like doing it right now. It was all about I want you forever. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, somehow, some way, I don't care how it happens, I'm going to have you forever. You don't let people go when you want that. You let people go when you hope for that and you just let the world kind of direct that. But I wanted to be the director of that. Like, I'm keeping this here. This is me. And that's the type of expectation you're going to have for the rest of your life. Like, if he wants something, he's going to say, this is me, because that's what he's done with me all his life. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm still doing. I'm out here. I'm living with you, cohabitating, learning, relearning. The best part about it is that I'm doing it all with you, mm-hmm. which was the goal at the beginning. Yeah. So I hope that answers your question, but that's why I ain't let you go. World, that's why I ain't let her go. All right. Question number two. By the way, I was filling your first question. Answer. You go. Oh, the benefits of that later. Boop, 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 boop. 
Boop, boop. Okay, all right. <laughs> Let's get cracking. All right, did you ever question my faithfulness to you? Ooh, I want to okay, know. Okay, here's a here's a here's an interesting one right here. Okay. Is it long short sentence? No. Short short answer, no. Okay. I question if you had the ability when you first went to college. Uh-huh. And I think you remember how I kind of was when you when you yeah. went out how, how I was just like one of the big thing I was like represent me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was <laughs> that was <laughs> I was like don't Y'all, even play. Was- like I was serious cuz I know the scene yeah. like i used to i used to be in the scene i used to go up there i used to sell this and that at the all those scenes i know and i was like and the thing the thing is i know why zoo i never partied up there didn't up there but i used to hear about it because catches be like man come up here mm-hmm. they be getting down and that's the school you going to and i'm like this is ain't this about a bitch and i know i got a good girl <laughs> I know I got a good girl. So after That's probably funny. like the first between six months and a year, all that shit went away. I wasn't even thinking about that no more. Mm-hmm. And while you were there, I wasn't like who you with. Who, I was just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? While you there doing your thing, because you, you was meeting a lot of guy friends and whatnot. And just, you know, let them yeah. know about your boy because yeah. I do the same thing. No, you actually, you didn't get, to me, I would never say you were crazy, but you didn't get when we started to have a problem with some of the like, the out what is it possession control what would it what would you call that behavior um control control definitely that was after college which is surprising like you Mm kind of got more more controlling after college than when i was in college you were very like you kind of were like cautious with me being around a lot of guys but you understood the scene and i think you kind of knew like i cannot be sitting in this room there's no way Mm -hmm. and I feel like if you had to push too hard, it would have probably pushed me away. Well, I think that what happened was at that point, I was just kind of losing control of everything. Like, yeah. I started to realize that I just really had no control over anything in my life anymore. Yeah. Because we like, lost a couple things, appeals by then. Yeah. When I was out of school. Yeah. So it, it was, was like, it was like a lot of stuff going on. I remember, I remember that I had all <laughs> my worldly possessions was kind of gone then. Uh, they got lost. Uh, sold or whatever you know mm-hmm. remember that situation yeah. it was just kind of like I just had I was out here mm-hmm. and I was you know what I'm saying world in that type of situation not to make an excuse about it but I was controlling to the point where I just wanted to I just didn't want you to do anything fun I feel like I feel like when you wanted to go when you wanted to have fun I would get mad because mm-hmm. I was like here go here go the bullshit you know what I'm saying not you but I didn't want dudes all up in your face and shit and wooty wop and insecurity Mm-hmm. Definitely played a part in that. Let's just call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? You up in the joint and you see your cats getting their John letters all the time. And you know this ain't your girl. But you know how dudes is. You know they, they relentless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't take no for an answer. You know what I'm saying? And you a good girl and everybody wants the good girl. But they didn't. That was the thing. I was so good. They knew they wasn't getting this. Yeah, because, see, you wasn't walking around looking like you were single. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I didn't even know how to do that because I always used to would say, like, well, I'm out here. I don't even really get no play out like like that. Like, every once in a while, and normally it was people way out of my age range that were checking for me. But my age, I never got any play. And a lot of my guy friends were like, yeah, because nothing about you says available. Yeah, no. Nothing on you says I'm interested, available, or nothing. And I don't know what I gave off or how to say to do that. Because I really, it was nothing I tried to do. I, it's just a look that you, 
you knew girls that was in your same situation that was with dudes that was in my situation. Mm -hmm. You knew that they would when they go out, they look like they're available. You so you know you kind of know what that looks like. You didn't look like them. Yeah. When you went out, you just you were just kind of like out there. She's out here to have a couple drinks. Yeah, like I was always listen. I would. I've been. Th- I've been forty since I was twenty. You're like crazy. I've always been forty. At sixteen, I was the thirty-seven-year-old mom with three kids. Always that girl, You're just crazy. very responsible, very just like yeah, let's do, let's follow the rules and let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. I've just always had that personality, so yeah. that's probably part of it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, that's your question. I mean, yeah, that was a bad time right there. We had a we fully, had a we had a spurt of years of that, yeah. and we had we can talk about that. I think that's probably a whole episode. Yeah, it could because <laughs> that was a lot. Could be a but yeah, we we went through some things where we didn't necessarily think we were going to make it through. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was your biggest regret in our in or about our relationship? So, what was your biggest regret in our relationship or about our relationship? Biggest regrets. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's a good one. That's a good one. You want to think about it and come back to it? No, I ain't got to think about it. Oh, Biggest you know? regret. Well, I'm just going off the first thing that comes to my mind is... Um, I remember when... About a year after I fell, I got convicted and I got my news for my appeal. Oh. Mm-hmm. And going in this situation, the one thing I know everything about is the crime and the system and all that. And I'll be able to phone, be able to tell you, like, it's going to happen like this. One thing I didn't know is the legal system, especially post conviction, mm-hmm. and everybody loses. And so. With me being up in there, knowing what I know about my crime, which is, I know I ain't do it. I was up in there like, okay, this start, this first one's gonna go through. If we're gonna be home, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, when it came back, it fucked me up, and I didn't know how to tell you that. So, world, what happened was, I get the news, and I didn't tell her immediately that I had got the news about my appeal, and um, I think you found out from my mom. And I think I've probably known about, uh, I want to say a good probably weeks. six weeks. Oh, that long? I think it was about six weeks I wow. knew about it. And I knew it was a while. No, no, no. It was actually, yeah, it was six weeks. And the reason why is because um, when I got it, I had three weeks to respond. And then I had a three-week uh, uh, that's extension. Right. Yeah, that's and, um, right. Okay, I, I didn't know I, that. And so... Um, yeah, that was that was that was that's a huge regret because that's mm-hmm. the that's I lied to you, mm-hmm. and 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 I didn't tell you, and you was in this with me, you know what I'm saying? And so, <clears throat> you know how I am. How are I'm you? sitting up here sh- screaming, I'm sitting up here Rep- screaming, represent me and loyalty and all that, and you was in the thing, you was in the trenches with me, and not to make no excuse, but I just if you ask me to this day, like why, I'll be like I honestly didn't know how. And I took the, I took the easy way out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What did you think was gonna? What What was the plan? What was the long game? What did you think? To it, because I was like, okay, so I appealed that, mm-hmm. and I was just waiting for that to come oh, through. Oh, so and you then thought was, if that appeal won, you could just t- yeah, I was just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Because it was a, it was a, 
it wasn't it didn't have to go through the whole process mm. it was a motion for the review of that so it, it happens pretty quick and so i was just like man let me shoot this in real quick man they tripping you know what i'm saying resubmitted everything spent money i didn't have yeah grinded for the money to be able to do it and then i was just waiting and then that happened i was like fuck and i i will always regret I don't never want to walk around regret not opening my mouth about anything. That's mm-hmm. what I don't like. Which, which sometimes it still gets me in trouble because I'll over-talk situations because I don't never want to walk away and say I did. I regret not opening my fucking mouth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Seriously. And I, I regret was... not being, I regret not being, regret being, blah, regret not being upfront, honest, and forthright with you about that situation. And I'll never get that back. Mm-hmm. And I'll never be able to give that to you the right way. Yeah. And I, I do. That's that's like my biggest regret. Okay. Well, I mean, I've forgiven you for that a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. That was, I don't want y'all to think I just forgave him, though. That was a thing. That was a big. Yeah, that was huge. I don't even think I talked to him for a month after that. that was I was huge. really like, oh, that's what you do? Okay. Yeah. Well, you're going to do that by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um. So please don't get it twisted. But this is an interview on him. So we'll save all the follow up questions. If you have, put them in the comments. And we could, uh... Yeah, I ain't no follow-up questions. Yeah, I might have some follow-up questions. (laughs) All right. So, the next question. Mm -hmm. What have you learned about me since living with me that you didn't know? Something that surprised you or, like, something that's quirky that you... That's a new quirk that you weren't weren't sure about, aware of? Um... You're deep... You're deeply affected by lack of order right so it could be physical order or lack of order in your mind like if it's not if it's not in order in your mind Mm -hmm. and when i say deeply affected like we talked about this y'all about me being anal and haven't been as anal as i am about cleaning those up at home but i know how it is when you're you're like that and that affects you right it's kind of like, man, it makes you kind of mad. But for you, certain stuff like that, if something physically isn't right, like the configuration of our living room, mm-hmm. it would literally walk in here and it affected you differently. And I was, dare I say more mm-hmm. to the point where it would kind of mess up your day. Like instant irritation. Like yeah. I couldn't, didn't even want to be in here because it just did not feel right. Mm-hmm. And it literally was just the way the, the furniture was set up and we did it. For a practical reason, mm. I threw my back out, and I needed more space, so we pushed them together. But the and we just kind of left it because it gave us like a different view of the TV that we normally don't have. But when I tell you, I despise this room. I couldn't think in here, mm. sitting. He wanted to hang out and kick it in here, and I'd be like, Let, "Can we go downstairs <laughs> or let's go in the room?" Because I just something about this room was just not giving me the flow that I needed. And I, yeah. he came home this week, and I have reconfigured it, and it's now it's just like, "Okay, I can, you can breathe. breathe." You can breathe, <laughs> and it's like, like I said, it's just that was a little bit. That's it's a little bit deeper, and I don't know, mm. even know if you notice, and I, it's not for you to notice, but it's for, it's for you to be like, okay, he makes it, he understands a little bit, kind of, because I'd be trying to be like, oh, that affects that. Had I known the configuration of the room would do that much of a, have that much of an effect on your, just, you could tell the change yeah, of, absolutely, oh, okay. Number one, it wasn't very often that I come home and you be in this room. I came home oh. that first day you was sitting here. And you remember what you was doing all the afternoon before I came home. Because yeah. you forgot to go get my damn weed. 
Time out, time out, y'all. Listen, take this out. I call her. I said, from work. I'm like, no, 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 no. You text me. You. you text me and was like, you want me to get you some weed? I was like, yes, yes, a thousand times yes, babe. Thank okay. you. In my fairness, while he, he took a long time to respond, and in the meantime, I Eight now. Eight minutes, y'all. And I had then rolled, and now I smoked. So you know what happens then. Now I don't, I'm chilling. You are chilling. And he done replied, and now I forget. And you forgot, <laughs> forgot. So, so I came home and she was in that spot. She got up and gave the boy a kiss. I did. But she went right back to that spot, y'all. So she she likes being in this room, and there's not there should never be a time where a woman you love doesn't want to be in a room in y'all house. You know what I'm saying? So, but see, the not... problem is I couldn't I could not tell you why I didn't want to be in here. Mm. I just knew I could not stand it. Mm-hmm. I didn't I couldn't say what was wrong. Um, so that's why I just, sometimes it's, it bothers me and it literally affects me, but I can't solve it. So I try to just not say anything cause I don't know what the solution right. is, but it's like a, huh, take it. I just yeah. can't take it. And so for somebody like me, who's not had to deal with that, it could be a little, um, like t- you can be taken aback, like, okay, what's going on right now? You mm. know what I'm saying? So just trying to hop on that and just be like, okay, trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because it could be one thing one day and the next thing another day. Or it could be one thing. No, I'm not clowning. I'm just saying, like, that's how it is when you have area and spaces that, that for you, doesn't feel like it's in order. Mm-hmm. So it could be the living room today and it can be the kitchen tomorrow. You have to go in there. So we have to figure it out. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. You know, one thing just to piggyback off of what you were saying. And also last week you mentioned we talked about um, just, like, cleaning and putting things away and everything having a place and that was really always been important for you and not everything has a place yet Mm -hmm. but we kind of had epiphany this week that the reason that everything has a place is because you're dealing with so much more space than he's ever really dealt with yeah there was always a place because there's no other place to put it and your room was what 10 by 10 8 by 10 12 10 by 10 on a good day but some most places six by nine oh so a six by nine of course you're not losing stuff. Yeah. It's only can be in that room. Yeah, true So story. that's probably why it's taking you a little bit of time too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I lose something every day. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. And yeah, if I am if I do one act in this room this day and I do it in another room that day, I'm lost because that's not my normal routine. Yeah. It's too far away. Yeah. And I'm telling you, y'all, that, that, that prison is a condition. It's so it It's is. a condition when you get out of here that you just can't <laughs> shake because you ain't got no bars no more. So... Trying to get it. You're getting it, though. We'll figure it out. You're doing it. You're making yeah. good strides. Okay. Um. Well, so you had mentioned, like, that that you see how it affects me. And so my energy affects you. Is yeah, it something absolutely. that you need to, like, that I need to know? Like, you that I'm... No, no, you're good. Okay. If that happens, then I'm going to be like, listen, you know what I'm saying? I can't take this every day. You're going to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I'm telling you right now, it's like, <laughs> but understanding that I don't have a problem doing my husbandly duties mm-hmm. when it comes to you. You need help with something. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. The sense of having a warm body in the house that can't do nothing for you or can't help you out in these okay. situations. So Ladies, let's get cracking. A message. Okay. Any new quirks? Quirkiness? You're quirky, period. I mean, yeah, but any new new ones? No. 
I I didn't know you ran into walls and corners and stuff. This I bruised much. up all the time. This much. All the time. You used to tell me probably about a quarter of the times that you did. Well, it. because most of the time I don't even know I hit it. Oh you see God. me running into stuff more than I feel running into stuff. And a lot of times it'd be these tick these yitties just be in the way, just <laughs> slapping walls. I I can't. Okay, you see. <laughs> <laughs> it's between the yitties and my boot caboose. I always am running into something, smashed up against something. I mean. Okay. Period, though. Next question. Uh, um, have you wanted to leave since you've gotten here? Have you wanted no. to? Okay. Have you thought about going back? Like, would it be not not saying you want to go back, but have you compared being here to going back and been like some of that's easier? No. I mean, I actually had somebody tell me that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the joint ain't no place for me. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? it's just that. it is what it is, and. There are some people that do kind of consider going back and whether or not being out here is better than that. And when you're 100% fed up, mm-hmm. 100% done, ain't nothing going to talk to you about going back. Your mom, your mental ain't going to tell you. Nobody can make you go back. You, if you're 80% fed up, then there's other trappings that can happen to lead you back. I'm 100% done. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I didn't live a couple lifetimes. And the only thing I want to do is live the rest of mine with you. And experience life and grow you know what i'm saying it's funny how as much life as i've actually lived doing negative stuff um it's stunning growth Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and negativity stunts growth Mm -hmm. because it's easy to swim in that same pool you know what i'm saying but when you got to get out here and in order to make it to a next step and elevate you you're forced to grow Mm -hmm. you're forced to learn you're forced to be forced to drop things you're forced to do a lot of things to in order to elevate. You're not forced to ele- do anything when you're in the negative negativity. Yeah. You just only thing you have to do is just stay here with us. Right. Be us. Be in this culture. You know what I'm saying? And I just learned that. You know what I'm saying? I'm bigger than the culture. You know what I'm saying? And what I want and my wife is bigger than the culture. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I love the culture, but not more than you, and not more for what I want for us. So that's what. That's all. No, I'm not going back to the joint. Okay. No, I'm staying right That's here. Your okay, what's something that not people know about you that would be a surprise? That people don't know about me? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I could tell probably, I could say it right now and most people wouldn't even know. Hmm. Probably that I probably watch the Andy Griffith show every day. Every day. Not that he's, not that he, not that, okay. You do, you can, you, you want, you want him to do you so much you could do anything <laughs> not only does he just watch it y'all he guffaws like this is the first time he's seen the episode and really it's probably the 50th time he's seen the episode he laughs like it's the first day like it is present day and that is the funniest thing on the planet like i will be in the shower in another room and i'll hear him be like like literally falling out laughing, <laughs> and I'll come in and I'm like, wait, ready to laugh too. And here it goes. No, that's the Smurfs. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> What's the song? You remember the whistle? Wait. Yeah, wait, hold on, don't tell me. That song. That's the song. Andy Griffith and old Barney Fife. I grew and up mean on old that. Aunt B. I grew up on that and. uh I didn't get to watch it in this joint. It don't come on cable. Not the cable we was getting. So then I get out here and you can get the whole season. Oh, he don't. He don't. Well, we were watching them all for free and then Amazon wanted to pull them off. So now we are, we owners. 
We own Andy Griffin. Yeah, a lot of people wouldn't even know that. A lot of people that I know now probably wouldn't even know what that show is. No. But every night. Day, we, every day. We go to bed to Andy Griffin. Well, he go to bed to Andy Griffin. I'd be on my phone. Yeah. And if I ever want to just give him like a little extra love, that is definitely a love language for me to put my phone down, snuggle up into him, and watch Andy Griffith. Like, literally watch it. But you and laugh he, when you do it, though. No, I laugh at him. No, and you the laugh. Fact that he's laughing so hard. He is having the time of his life. So yeah. I'd be trying to give him a little time to enjoy it, even though I'd be so like, I don't get what's so funny. I don't understand. It's such a simple humor. It is. It is a super, super humor, but sometimes you need that. Yeah, you know how it's sometimes a great you be like, I'd be like, what you want to watch? You'd be like, something I got to think. Yeah, yeah. That's what that is. Okay. It, and it's very nostalgic because most of the times when I used to watch that, I was uh, suspended from school. And so they used to have the uh, truancy officer used to be rolling through. And if he seen you out, so there were certain hours you couldn't go out. So I used to watch it then. And, uh, there was a long time that I didn't even know that show was in black and white because we only had a black and white TV. And oh. then we finally got a color. I was like, oh, didn't know that. It was made it doper because it he was... He won't even... He don't even like the the episodes in color. Because nah. I'm like, can we just get the co- ones in color because I'd probably watch it more. And he's like, I don't... It's not as good. No, it's not. <laughs> like, what? That is the dopest show, I'm telling you. That's my shit. I guess. And, you know, honestly... I'm still mad about the fact that I only I've probably ever seen about four people in Mayberry. Black people. Black people. I have not seen one yet. No, the there's like, there's been like I've four you. out of all the seasons I didn't watch, but actually, I on. saw one in the. They were just a townsperson. Yeah, that's yeah. what you usually see them. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't. They ain't never had a line. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. They was in the background. And you supporting it? Mm-hmm. Look at you. I'm Look bad, at you. Yo. I'm bad. I'm sorry. What's the one piece of advice you learned in prison? That still applies, or even applies more now. Mm. Advice that I learned in prison. Honestly, let me tell you the honest truth. I used to have this homeboy, um, and uh, he was from, well, I ain't gonna say where he's from, but he's from the house. And we was talking when I was at Walla Walla. Do people know what that means when you say from the house? When I say from the house of California. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, me and him was talking on the yard. I've probably been locked up like two years. And one thing he used to say was, hey, man, I'm going to tell you something. Watch your homies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he ain't necessarily just talking about people from your hood. He's just talking about... Same thing that my partner Sneaky T used to tell me. It's like, meeting cats over a bowl of oatmeal is real sketchy. Mm. We call that, when you meet cat over a bowl of oatmeal, that means you ain't normal on the streets. And so, what you have to understand is, even though I advocate for the cats coming up out of there in prison, prison's prison. And there's a lot of cats in there that don't even have a relationship with people in their family mm-hmm. because of them, because of themselves. And so, why would they have a relationship with you that's worth anything? You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of people be thinking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it does come into fruition like that. So <coughs> he said that. And then I took the advice to heart. But at the same time, Who I got that? burned a few times. Who was that? So, well, you don't know him. Oh. But my partner, Half Head. Mm. Half yeah. Head. Half Head. His name is Half Head. He's from Long Beach. Yeah, he got out a long time ago. He out there. He's doing it well. He's hustling still, but he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
and uh, Cat from Long Beach, and we was talking about Long Beach and South Central a lot. And that was one thing he told me, and it's always rang true. But like I said, I got burned a couple times because there's a couple cats in there that you do meet and you give them benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? And then you see what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But that rule still applies out here. And I think when I got here, I told you the very first thing we had to do is watch our circle. Yeah, still. Yeah, because our, me and you, our space is our sanctuary. And bringing people in our space, talking to people, having their problems, issues in our, like, you don't want people in your space who is just there for an opportunity, mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes people just want an opportunity to do you wrong, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? That's all they need. And so... That's rang, that rang true when I was locked up, and it's rang true since I've been out, that you you're, have to watch cats. You're very protective about our space, and I actually really love that. At first, I thought it was like, okay, relax. Like, what's the problem? But, I mean, I get it. Like, <clears throat> even, I think it kind of comes because I used to always think that I was going to have, like, the house where everybody was always coming through. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I told you that, and you were like... <laughs> not my house. <laughs> you like, hey, people ain't just be coming through my house. But I wanted the house kind of like my grandma had, where everybody just was comfortable. They 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 just came in. Everybody was cool. They knew where the food was. They knew where everything was at, and they could just kind of expect a cozy home experience. I can still create that as with it comes with an invitation, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And that's babe is good about invitation. <laughs> I'm big on that because like I know criminals, and I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what stage in life you are in, like like I just said, an opportunity will present themselves. Yeah. And so the stakes are a lot huger now than it was when I was incarcerated and when I was younger. If if I let somebody in my circle and they do us wrong, the consequences are gonna be really, really heavy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not I'm not here to deal with that. So mm -hmm. to prevent that, you know, looking forward, it's just kinda like if you won't fit fit certain criteria, you ain't about to know where we live at. You ain't about to get no invites. You know, but you know none of that. If you live in a certain way, that's yeah. contrary to where I'm living. I'm sorry. Do your thing, and I love you, but do it from over there, partner. I know that's the unfortunate part. Is you just, it's unfortunate, but I think it it's out of it's with love. Like anybody that we Absolutely. ever have to separate ourselves from, it's never like we're saying like, oh, we're better and we don't want to be. It's just like I'm gonna let you live. You live how you live in, and we that's okay. Mm -hmm. We just don't have to do the same things. Yeah, for sure. And plus, my focus is different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And uh, the thing is, like you, like I, we we've talked about this before about like a revolutionary man can't be a reactionary woman, or a re and a revolutionary man don't want to be out with reactionary dudes, like hanging out with them and and getting advice and sitting down and growing and all that. Like a revolutionary wants a revolutionary. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how you build. Mm -hmm. And and that that's not to say nothing about a reactionary. Do your thing, but that's not the circle of cats I want to be around. I want to be around cats that. You know what I'm saying? Are trying to do something every day, have ambition. And at the same time, if it has to go down, it has to go down. All about protecting the family and all that type of shit. Protecting their wife. Don't say nothing about my wife because you might get smacked. Don't you know, say that nothing about your wife. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Sometimes that happens. True story. Uh, you did a little glance. <laughs> okay. This might be a hard question or a deep question. All right. Shoot. What event in my life do you regret missing the most? Oh, when your mom passed away. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I think I I think I knew that one. It, it, that was that is the biggest one you, probably. You had a lot of events. That's what I was talking about earlier about a lot of things that happened in your life that probably would have been better if you had mm -hmm. someone there with you. 
But when your mom passed away and I found out and I couldn't get to you, mm-hmm. that that killed me. That killed me. Yeah. And it was more about you, so I don't want to elaborate on that, but it did. It killed me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I got a visit from a friend of ours who came and told me, and I immediately, like, ended the visit. I think I was in the visit probably, like, 30 minutes, and I went back and called you. Mm-hmm. You were home by then, right? Yeah, Dad we had just got you. back from viewing my mom because, <clears throat> yeah, we, yeah, I had just got home. Yeah, and you were real solemn. And I know how you are. Because like, I was processing. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have delayed reaction with stuff. So I just, I'm sitting over there and I want to do something. But at the same time, I kind of feel at the time that you kind of would rather not be on the phone and just kind of like really do your thing. But you kind of still wanted to talk to me because this was something major that was happening. We had to do that with so many things in life. This actually makes me kind of want to cry because I'm thinking about it and how like um, when you just said like you want to be on the phone, but didn't really one thing prison does not ever just let you have like we could not afford to just have me have the time to just process that with you because literally every single minute charge is is costing you mm-hmm. and at that time it was like 2003 so we were still paying like 10 12 dollars no it was like 18 to 20 bucks a call still then yeah when my mom passed yeah it was a lot Dang, I thought it had gotten less than that. But even st- so, then you see. Yeah. So, I mean, I already was talking to him so far and few between. Yeah. And then that having such a traumatic thing happen and, like, you were writing me like crazy. But I didn't have the in the anything really to write back. No. But then I wanted to talk to you and I needed you to keep writing me. But it was just, that was a hard. It was like, who 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 helps their wife through a grieving process from... From the joint, and the only thing you can offer is I love yous, and I wish I could be there for you. So that's the, yeah. that's the that's on top of the list. When you graduated college, all the jobs that you got, all the <laughs> vacation that you you went on, I regretted not being there for all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I remember the times where you were just kind of having a hard time with you know what I'm saying just like wanting to go to work every day and just kind of how you was feeling on a daily basis. Want to be there for that, but Susu. Yeah, that is the hardest one. <clears throat> I mean, that was like the start of a bunch of bad times in my life. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was the beginning of that. Like honestly, that was a let's say what? How long was a that was a stretch of bad times? So how many years would you say that stretch a was? Solid ten. Yeah. I I mean I was I was um severely depressed for at least ten, mm-hmm. but the sad part to me is that like nobody noticed it. I, I either I covered it very well or they just didn't want to press it. And I think maybe they I don't know. I can't speak for other people, but yeah, nobody noticed it. Nobody um they would say like, "Oh, she's in a bad place," but not there was no help offered. And I didn't know how to help myself cuz I was just in it. Mm-hmm. Um but I was just trying to keep functioning and keep going, and apparently that's all I I say that because it's not on anybody. It was just the situation, but it's easy how all you need to do is appear kind of okay for people to just let it be. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, as bad as I was and thinking about how low and like where my mental was at so many of those times and not to have anybody 
it just that is very sad to me yeah. now that i'm coming out of it and mm-hmm. and been on the other side of it for a while at least that deep of a depression but yeah it was a solid 10 years that that was just really a bad time mm-hmm. and you were um like my only bright spot my only consistent spot my only thing that was just like the thing i knew i remember when you used to have like attacks in the visiting room remember that like you breathing like you couldn't breathe like kind of like an anxiety in the visiting room yeah like you'd be sitting across the table from me like can't breathe right now i do not remember that yeah and i would be like i didn't know what to do then but at least i was there because you would have these on a daily basis Really? Yeah, you have these on a daily basis. You were seeing somebody about this. Yeah. Uh, oh, there was a doctor okay. you were seeing about this. I was this. going to somebody. Yeah, and a couple times in the visit room when I was in Monroe, uh-huh. you when we were there, you started to just like not be able to breathe. And it was happening so much on a daily basis that if it happened in the visit room, I was just trying to be grateful just because I would hope it wouldn't happen that night. Mm-hmm. Like if it happened, it should happen here and she's good. Mm-hmm. It happened so, it, like those things are like right at the top of the list, but they still don't. They don't catapult, so yeah, and not being there for that. Um, oh. It was just like your life was changing, and I couldn't be there for you, and I hated that. I'm telling you, so any changes going forward, I'm here for. Okay, you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, I think I have one more question. It was from a gal that wrote it in the comments yesterday night. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is a question from our girl, Ladies Talk. Okay. And she says, hi, lovely couple. My question to Crete is, how did you know that Spice was the one? I married my husband while in and while in, and he told me he knew the first day he saw me at his sister's house. I've been with him two weeks after we met. We've had five more years to go. He's been in seven years. And as always, thank you for sharing your lives with us. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your question, ladies talk. I appreciate We appreciate you being here. I yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> Appreciate that. So how'd you know I was the one? Tell the people. Tell the world. Well, they want to know. So they want to be all up in my business. <laughs> um, honestly, so there was a time period there where I had left town. Okay. You this is before you were locked up. Okay. This is before I was incarcerated. Okay. And um, I had left town and uh, went down to college. Okay. And was down there for a few months and came back home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen you in about six months, and uh, thought about you a lot. I had kept kept hearing about you through family members and whatnot, and how you was doing. Cause I don't, I think I might have talked to you one time. Yeah, we might have talked one time. And, and I wrote I was, you a letter. Yeah, and I was moving, <laughs> and I think you was kind of moving and shaking a little bit too up yeah. here. Like you was kind of, you know, I had doing come into thing. my own. Yeah, a little bit. And so um, I came back up here, and the night I flew back in. It was supposed to be a surprise for you. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know that I was supposed to not know not come back. She say she knew. I did know. But um, everybody was trying to surprise her. So um, I went and hid in the back room. She came over to, to mom's spot. And I went and hid in the back room. And I hear another room. And I walk out. Because she, she out there talking shit. They like, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't be saying that if... If, if Creed was here and whatnot, and, and they basically, she's like, well, he ain't my man, this, that, and the third. So, I come around the corner and be like, I ain't what? And she was surprised, but I'm going to tell y'all, I hadn't seen her and I gave her a hug. And when I hugged her and I embraced her, like, I didn't ever want to let you go. Like, from that moment on, I didn't even think about another girl. 
Really? Yeah. That was the moment? Yeah, because I used to tell you. Actually, you're you, right. Because you used to ask me a lot yeah, of questions about right. why I used to react to certain things the way I did. And I used to be like, I, I didn't know how to react because at the time it wasn't good for us to be together. And I was definitely, definitely fully invested in the streets. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I'm out here trying to do my thing, but I'm thinking about you mm-hmm. from that hug. And then we know what we used to do after that. We used to, listen, y'all, our families wanted us to be together. They used to always talk about us being together. And then... Well, the moms did. I don't think my dad wanted us. No, 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 he didn't. <laughs> the he moms didn't. were cool about it. But we used to we used to be on the low kissing and doing all that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we so, were. Yeah, we was... We was Sneaking we was in bedrooms thing. and stuff, so, in the bathroom. So we was fucking <laughs> with each other. So... When I came home and I embraced her and all that, it was just like, yeah, that's who I want to be with. That's who I want to fuck with. Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, we we messed around and did a lot of things between that time I came home and the time I got incarcerated. And uh, it was fun, but it was never enough because I was just going through, is this right? Yeah. When is the right time? Yeah. She still got this to do and all this over here and I'm over here doing this. It was just a lot. So um, I always knew incarceration did get in the way of me being able to fulfill a lot of the dreams and destinies that I felt we had going forward because you was dope back then. I don't know if you remember, we used to sit and talk. I used to come over to your spot and sit in your room and talk to you for a long time. And I used to take that chair, turn that chair around, (laughs) squat in it. And we used to just be talking and hollering and it mm-hmm. just be, it's to flow so effortlessly. And that was before either one of us were really even like, ooh, let's be, let's like each other. Yeah. We were just really, always had good conversation. And so then, like I say, y'all, to rehash, yeah, that hug, that embrace, I ain't want to let her go. Uh-huh, I don't want to slob you down right then. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So. All right, well. Thanks for uh, answering the questions. That was, that's going to wrap up our interview with Arola. Thank you, Ladies Talk, for your question. And if you guys have any more questions, feel free to always put them in the chat. I do keep a tally and keep just a list that will go down and get to all those questions. But one thing that we've been thinking about is we know that we've been wanting to share some story times. And we just can't figure out what story to tell. Um, because there's just so many. I mean, they, they range from crazy, scary, sad, sexy, dramatic, mm. just crazy, right? So what we thought would be cool is that if you guys just give us like keywords like loyalty, betrayal, um, cheating, sex, yeah, um, um, I don't know, crime, crimes, like smuggling, anything, just give anything. us words. Put the words down at the bottom. We're gonna put those words in a jar, and we'll just pick the words because we. I'm telling you, I think we have a story on every single word you could possibly anything you want could want tea on. We have a story about it. So you can say cardboard box. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> you can say anything. You can say anything. You I literally just say words and we will pick the words and those that'll be how we do our stories. Mm-hmm. Our story times. Mm-hmm. Um so please start doing that. Leave that in the bottom or put that in the description not the description. Put that in the comment section. But yeah, how do you feel about your interview? You feel like you got all your questions? You got yeah, your answers I mean, you out? Know. Yeah, I let the people know. You know you what I'm did. saying? I hope that's what they wanted to know. Yeah, um, I think it gave them a, a little bit of a different view of our relationship because I think the things that they have seen, which I will put the cards here, um, with our last episodes or our, our past episodes with the Love It After Lockup, mm-hmm. we did give a, ver- a lot of generalizations. I think some of these questions gave maybe a more in-depth look 
into some of our relationship. You know what I'm saying? I am too. Let's get into it, y'all. Let's get into it. So keep the questions rolling. Please, y'all, like, comment, share, and subscribe. We would love for y'all to become a part of the Spice Rack. We have a good time over here, and we are starting to build our family or continuing to build our family, and you guys have been treating us so well. So please continue to do so. Like I said, our goal is to be here every week on Thursdays. Um, but we're we got we we busy. We busy out here and just got a lot going on. So bear with us. If you don't see us, I'll put a message on our Instagram, which I'll link that. It'll be in the corner. And or you'll I'll put it on the community tab. So check those for us too. Absolutely. And for y'all out there, you know what I'm saying? Just want to give a shout out to the ladies out there who is supporting somebody in prison. Everybody, period. But the ladies out there in particular who support somebody, just give you a shout out and give you much respect. Y'all the real ones, you know what I'm saying? Really do appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand every single part of every struggle. You know what I'm saying? As a, a black man, them. because a black woman's always been there doing mine. And they stay there. You know what I'm saying? And they stay there. So just shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? And the cast is rolling. You know what I'm saying? Do your best. Do your best. Do your best for those that are supporting. So until next time, Spice Rack, thank you so much for watching. And until then, we will uh, see you later. And we will be black next week. Mm -hmm. For sure. <laughs> Y'all be easy, be safe out there. Bye, guys. All right, peace.